have some movies you'd like us to review? Tell us! Send us an email at driveinmovieshr at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at drivemoviespod or on Facebook at Hogan and Rudy. Let us know what to watch next. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Driving Movies with Hogan and Rudy. We are kicking off an action-packed month of action double features. So to start us off, we are pitting together two secret agent hitman assassin type movies that are both fairly recent. Uh, One from last decade and another from the decade before that. Those are your hints for the, the years there, Rudy. But we have John Wick going up against The Bourne Identity. Also the first movie of trilogies. Well, I guess The Bourne movies, there's additional ones after. But it was originally a trilogy. And I think John Wick, they're planning on doing like a fourth and fifth one. But enough of that. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into the details. So let's start with John Wick. That is from what year? Uh, I think it's 2014. You would be correct. Oh, look at me. Directed by Chad Stahelski. Written by Derek Kolstad. That stars Keanu Reeves as John Wick. Michael Nickvist as Vigo Tarasov. Alfie Allen as Yosef Tarasov. Willem Dafoe as Marcus. And Dean Winters as Avi. That is going up against... The Born Identity. From what year? I think it's 2004. You're too late. It's 2002. Oh. A little earlier in, in the 2000s. That is directed by Doug Lyman. Written by Tony Gilroy, W. Blake Heron. And it's based on the novel by Robert Ludlum. So kind of like James Bond, it was based on a, a book series beforehand. That one stars Matt Damon as Jason Bourne, Franca Potente as Marie, Chris Cooper as Conklin, Clive Owen as The Professor, and Brian Cox as Ward Abbott. And uh, that's, that's the two films there. So I will toss it over to you now to go into their plot summaries. Heck yeah. So we have John Wick, which is about an ex-hitman who is forced to come out of retirement because a group of gangsters forces him by, I'm going to spoil it, killing his dog. That It's right in the beginning of the movie, but they kill his dog and his wife just died. You get that in the first, like, ten minutes. So they take everything from him, and they release the boogeyman. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. And then you have The Born Identity, uh, which is starring Matt Damon, not Fat Damon, Matt Damon, who is who is picked up by a fishing boat in the middle of the sea, suffering amnesia, and you're following along as he's trying to remember exactly who he is. But he's getting assassinated at the trying to get assassinated at the same time. Or <laughs> he's getting people, assassinated. Oh, people shoot. are trying to assassinate him. Yeah, they're fun movies. They're they're both really good. 
Yeah. So this is going to be fun to talk about. They're both entertaining. It's interesting with the plots, and we'll talk about it in the writing, but they're both pretty straightforward. But they do a lot within that plot baseline to keep your intrigue. Um, Like, it's a pretty bare-bones story. There's not a lot to it. Uh, Born Identity, I think, is a little more complex. For sure. um, Mm -hmm. With just the mystery of it and figuring out what's exactly is going on how all the pieces fit together but essentially it's just him trying to figure out who he was but they just load those movies with so much fun dialogue and scenes and characters and and worlds that they live in i don't know man the the hitman world is is kind of entertaining to to watch these are fun movies hitman movies i would never want to be a hitman or live in that world and i don't think they do either but you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come to think of it. Hmm, that might be a common thread between the two. But man, are they fun. But let's get into the writing. So what did you think of John Wick and The Born Identity? This is a hard category. Usually we're like, if especially in the past few works, we're like, this one's garbage. Not the case. <laughs> and then this one, there's, there's no trash movie here. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with... So with the born identity. So like you said, it was it's a little more complicated in its writing. Mm-hmm. I kept and and this could be me. I kept getting lost and I was like But yeah. maybe you're supposed to feel that way because he's lost and you feel just as lost as he is. You're like, I you don't know what's going on, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna go with it. You kinda know his backstory going into it a little bit. Yeah. And it, I feel like it flashes back and forth a lot where you have you have him trying to figure out what's going on. You have it flash to Conklin and his team who are trying to find Jason Bourne. Um, so you're getting like bits of information through them. Yeah. You have the, I don't know if he was like a African prime minister. I think he said dictator. Yeah. He, he wanted some sort of power and he was threatening to release government secrets from the U.S. and whatnot. And he's involved too, but you're trying to figure out where he fits in because they keep like referencing him, but you're like, why do I need to know about this guy? Why do I need to care about this guy? Mm-hmm. So it does flip you back and forth a lot. So I was, I was right there with you, being kind of confused on what exactly was happening. But the story still moves along just fine. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get an ending. Yes and no. But I know there's more of these Bourne movies, yeah. which I have not seen. So, but John Wick, on the other hand, ooh, so good. It's a little bit simpler in the writing, mm-hmm. but I was glued that entire. And it's it like it's the sweet spot for movies like an hour and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's a good, that's a good time for a movie. But it starts right off the the bat. You see his wife dying. Oh, so. His wife dies. He goes home. There's a package. It's a puppy from his wife. The gang comes in, kills his dog, which is the last gift from his dead wife. And that, like, oh, it just sets it up for the emotion. You're like, I want to help you find these guys. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie. And you're like, I'm I'm all for it. Go find them. Yeah. I can't wait to watch you destroy them. And you are like, man, I... I'm enjoying you hunt these guys down. Yes. Mm-hmm. So much more than I probably should. Yeah, exactly. But I'm enjoying it. And it's so 
I don't know how to describe it. It's so satisfying because they, like the action scenes and the killing scenes, you know, and they don't beat around the bush. Like in James yeah. Bond or mm-hmm. something, like the bad guy that he's after, they'll they'll tie him up and there'll be like a 15 yeah. minute scene and then he'll escape somehow. Nope. Not with John Wick. He gets it done and they're yeah. dead within a few seconds. And you're like, you don't, oh my gosh. You don't have like these long drawn out 15 minute shooting scenes where they're just kind of shooting back and forth like they're shooting and people are dying like it's not like (laughs) it's not this crazy thing where each of them have an assault rifle and they're just kind of shooting back and forth and no one's getting injured or anything like that and you're like this is unbelievable the choreography of the action scenes are done so well yeah and so smoothly that i mean the opening scene in his house when the gang's father the main mm-hmm. member of the gang his father finds out that his son did this to john wick <laughs> and he's like oh damn it because like, <laughs> he knows he knows john wick which i think is just an amazing part of the writing and it i'll is. go back i'll go mm-hmm. back to that in a second but when he kind of sends out a crew to get rid of john wick before anything can happen and you have this kind of ambush in his house that scene kind of sets up how the action is going to be in the rest of the movie yep and it's so good. Like, <laughs> after that scene, which is probably like 10 minutes into the movie, 10, 15 minutes in the movie, maybe, you're like, oh, I am ready for the rest of this film. <laughs> like, I am ready. And it doesn't disappoint. The rest it of the movie not. is just as entertaining. And the rest of the fight scenes or, or um, chase downs or whatnot, they're just so entertaining and so well constructed. But going back to what I mentioned before, one of my favorite lines in that movie, and probably any movie, honestly, is so they kill his dog and they also steal his car. Oh, yeah, his prize car. And the son tries to take in the car to a car shop. And the car shop owner, played by John Leguizamo, he also recognizes the car and knows knows about John Wick <laughs> and whatnot. So he punches the kid for stealing his car. He's like, "You do you know who you just stole this from? <laughs> But then later on, the dad finds out that the the car shop guy punched his son. And you have this amazing exchange where he calls him. He's like, I heard you struck my son. Do you want to tell me why? And the car shop owner's like, yeah, well, it's because they uh, stole John Wick's car and they killed his dog. (laughs) And the dad just goes, oh. And hangs up. <laughs> yeah. It's so good because you're like, oh man, they know. Like, they know that John Wick's just going to go off. And the rest of the movie's like that too. I, I think the writing, while the plot isn't really strong per se, just because there's not a lot to it, yeah. I think the writing is really strong in the world that they build around that. And the world is fun. Oh man, it's so fun. But like everyone that he comes into contact with, he makes a phone call for a dinner reservation and it ends up being a a cleanup crew for for all the people he's killed. And those people are in on it. Then you have later on the cop shows up and the cop's like, oh, we got a noise complaint. You working again? And you're like, oh man, he's in on it too. So you just get these fun little quirks of a movie that's, I think, written so well that it's not 
it's not treating you like you're dumb where they're giving you so much exposition where they're yeah. like, oh, John Wick's a bad dude. And, you know, we're going to show you why he's like the way he is and stuff like that. And we're going to explain that, you know, he's an assassin and all this type of stuff. No, they don't they don't treat you like them at all. They're like, this is a character and he's mad. Yeah. And this is an established world. These are established characters. You're just going to see him interact with these people. And it's done so, again, so smoothly that you're just like, wow, <laughs> this is so much fun. I want to I want to see more of it. Yeah. Which you get, I think, from part two and part three. Oh, I can't wait. I haven't seen those yet. You're in for a treat. <laughs> and the choreography just gets better as the movies go on. The How third, can it get better? The third one, I think, is like violent ballet. It's <laughs> violent that, ballet. It's that incredible to watch. But I digress. These are two good movies. They are. But I think I'm giving it to John Wick, my point, just because I oh, I loved it so much and it kept my attention a bit more. Mm-hmm. And that world, too, I, I keep thinking about it. There's a hotel where assassins can go and everyone knows, like all like the employees know they're assassins. Mm-hmm. And they're not allowed to do work in this hotel. It's like their oh, yeah. relaxing place. It's crazy. It's they crazy. have all these established rules. You don't know what the rules are. They just yeah. kind of reference it. But you're like, all right. I'm, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I like it. And I think to shed on the Born Identity a little bit, because I think I just mainly talked about <laughs> we John went and ranted about John. The Born Identity is cool in the mystery aspect of the writing yeah it's like a puzzle but it is a little confusing and i think the ending isn't really satisfying to me not as much as john wick not as much as john wick and i think it's helped because it is a trilogy and you have two and three that kind of expand a little bit more into it i think i like the third one the best but it's been a while since i've seen all all three of them Dissecting the first one itself and put, putting that up against John Wick, I think John Wick is a better rounded movie in its writing. Where Born Identity, I feel like you kind of need more to feel closure and to feel satisfied with the story they leave you with. So I would agree with you. I think I'm going to give my point to John Wick in writing because I think it's just nicely sculpted. It's too good. And it's not like a Pulitzer Prize winning screenplay or anything like that for the dialogue or, or story or anything like that it's just it knows what it wants to do mm-hmm. and it pulls it off in a supremely entertaining way i think that's i think that's good writing yeah agreed what about the characters Ooh, we'll start with born identity again i guess we'll we'll go back to that one since we mm-hmm. talked a lot about john wick but you have matt damon who is jason Bourne, but he doesn't know he's jason Bourne. Until he sees all of his different passports. Mm-hmm. He might not even be Jason Bourne, technically. Yeah, maybe he's not. That's just what his American passport says. Yeah. He's fun to watch. I think he does a good job acting in it, being the main kind of, like, I'm trying to figure all this out. He mm-hmm. gets another girl looped into it. But he has all these instincts that he doesn't know why. Like, he can speak German and French, and he can fight, and he knows how to work with guns, but he doesn't know why. He's a fun character to watch. You have Conklin, who's like the... Oh, yeah, CIA? Program director. That whole, like, CIA crew was very confusing to me. Yeah. 
and I was confused with because there's like there's Conklin and then there's Ward Abbott who mm-hmm. is like the he's in the CIA too but he's older and like that whole end scene was kind of yeah. confusing. He's kind of like the director maybe of the program. Uh, again, kind of what I said about the writing. It doesn't you kind of need more to feel satisfied with the story because it leaves you with too many questions. I, I don't think it fills all the gaps that it leaves you with in the movie. Yeah. Like it's and an then, incomplete puzzle. Yeah, I agree. But boy, I guess then you have his, the girl that drives him to France in the beginning gets yeah. looped in. She's kind of boring. I don't know. That relationship also confuses me because it's like, so he pays her to, take him to France and they have somewhat of a bond in the car ride, I guess, because he lets her talk and he says, I have amnesia. Yeah. And she's and like, okay, all sudden, cool. All of a sudden, like they are making out and just want to be together. And she starts helping him track down what's going on, even though the police are after them. Yeah. It made me think of back to when we watched the 39 steps from Alfred Hitchcock. And remember he goes in that train car and the police are after him, and he <laughs> goes up to the lady. He's like, shh, just pretend you're my wife. And she's like, no, please. Yep. Yeah. I was like, I feel like that's way more realistic than this lady who's just falling in love with this guy who's running away from the police, and he doesn't even remember anything. Yeah, he doesn't know who he is. And then someone comes shooting through the attacked. window. Yeah. Yes. And she's like, okay, let's go. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Also, it's... something weird, not really on the character side, but something I didn't get, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention hard enough, was so that the police were after them and the killers were coming and they've identified him and her now because she's with him. So they have that scene where she cuts and dyes her hair. Right. But he makes no change to his appearance <laughs> no. whatsoever. And she still so looks th- basically the same. Yeah, and, would... and they're still together. <laughs> yeah. So it's like <laughs> they know that this lady was with him. She's changed her appearance to, I guess, escape the police, <laughs> but he has made no no change in his appearance whatsoever. So I think they could put two and two together <laughs> that uh, this lady is the, the same lady as before. But but back to you on the character. <laughs> that just confused me. I think that's about that it. Scene. That's like the big chunk of who we get. Yeah. Wambosi, uh, he's the dictator. Whatever. You don't really see much of him. Um, That's about it. I really just want to talk about John Wick. Do it. Let's and how it. amazing of a character he is. He's this assassin, so he's supposed to be this bad guy because he's working for this like Russian mob organization before he retired. So I feel like you're not supposed to like him because right. he is this assassin. He is so likable because I think it's they they tug on your your heartstrings right in the beginning, and you're like, With the puppy? oh my, yeah, the puppy, his wife. You're like, oh my gosh, like this poor guy just wants to retire. He lost everything he has. Terrible, and he's very soft-spoken yeah not really like cocky or anything he's very polite to like when he goes to the hotel he's very Mm -hmm. polite to the concierge and the bartender comes up and recognizes him and he's very nice and very very like quiet and you're like this guy's an assassin yeah (laughs) he seems so nice yeah he does the action scenes you're like oh jesus I, I would like to be John Wick's neighbor and be his friend and not get on his bad side. That, yeah. That, you want to like be the, the police, police officer? officer. Yeah. yeah. No wonder why he's like, How's it going, nice John? He, oh, yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> he's like, have a nice night, John. And then- <laughs> You too, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're, <laughs> and there's a body in the background. Yeah. 
But that's how the you, whole movie uh, is set up. Working again? <laughs> it's so good. Um, I cannot stand. Well, of course, because he he killed a puppy that the Russian mob son. But he's so weak. All those like criminals are oh, just yeah. so weak and running, and they're like, I'm not afraid of the. Well, I guess they describe John Wick as not the boogeyman. He's the guy you send to kill the boogeyman. Yes, is John Wick, and you're like, oh. Like, everyone knows he's this crazy good assassin, but we're seeing multiple sides of him. And they, they build that character so well. And and again, kind of back to the writing, they fill in that very subpar plot with just intriguing interactions with characters mm-hmm. that are already established. They already have a connection. They already know each other. And you're just seeing it for the first time. You're not supposed to understand their connection. You're not supposed to get any more deeper in it. You're just supposed to see what's happening and, and follow along. It's like, it's like being a viewer in a, like a snapshot of yeah. this guy's life. Like even when he goes to like a club, which is where Yosef, who is the, the kid who kills his dog, he's at like a club. So he goes to that club and there's a bodyguard standing outside <laughs> and he puts the gun on the bodyguard and he knows him by name too. He's like, Hey, Francis. Francis, yeah, <laughs> Francis. And Francis turns around. He's like, Mr. Wick. He's like, how about you take the night off? And Francis is like, thank you, Mr. Wick. And he <laughs> takes his earpiece off and like leaves. And you're like, man, he even knows like the, the henchmen. And they have this established connection and whatnot. So while you might not have like strongly written characters that are like complex or anything like that, you have all these side characters that still somehow fit into his life yep. that are just so intriguing to watch as he as he goes through his quest to uh, to get revenge. And Willem Dafoe's in it. Willem Brilliant. Dafoe is in it, yeah. Brilliant. I was like, oh, that's... As his friend. There's Green Goblin. Who gets paid yeah. to take him out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I actually kind of like Vigo, the Russian mobster, the, the dad of Yosef. Yeah, he's so he gives in order for John Wick to retire, he gave him an impossible task, mm-hmm. which John Wick completed for him. So he got to retire. Mm-hmm. So Vigo knows everything about him, and I—that's your what you went to before that scene where he finds out that his son messed with John Wick. He's like, "Oh no, yeah, oh, <laughs> I was like God damn it!" <laughs> he even he tries... yells at his son later on. He's like, "Do you realize what you just did?" Uh, yep. And the son's like, oh, what, I stole a car. And he's like, mm, no, you didn't. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed yourself, pretty much. Yeah. Oh. And the whole time you're like, I, I can't wait. I can't doesn't wait. He, doesn't he say something like, John Wick's going to come, and that's just going to be it? He's like, all you can do is wait to die, or something like he that. Said, and you're like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And that that's like really before seeing any... Of the action scenes, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, how bad is this going to get? And then he asks uh, Avi, or I think that's his name, Avi, yeah. who's like mm-hmm. Vigo's Mayhem. hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, send people for John Wick. He's like, how many men do you want? And Vigo's like, how many men you got? You're Love like, it. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving my point to John Wick and characters. Oh, absolutely. That one... Yeah, no brainer. Even though Jason Bourne is fun, it's just John Wick is way better. 
more interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about the music? So music in the Born Identity, I feel like it was a bit much at times. Mm-hmm. It was because usually I forget to listen to the music. I did not with Born Identity because it was blasting. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I hear it. The music is... And it didn't always go with the scenes, I felt. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, eh, it's forgettable. I, I wouldn't the, listen to it on a Spotify playlist. The, <laughs> the last song, which I think they play in like all of the Born movies, it's pretty bopping. It's a good end song. I don't remember that. I think it's Extreme Ways by Moby. Oh. Pretty good. Pretty good. But John Wick just, just gets you in the mood at oh, different for parts sure of time. It does. My favorite scene, and I actually listened to the song on my Spotify playlist because I think the song is that good. The scene where he's at like the bathhouse yeah. club. Oh, that scene is And uh, you have the shot where all the bodyguards are going back and forth. They're like, is this section clear? And you have the one guy who's like, it's clear. And then you see like blood splatter on, on the, the wall. On the, yeah, and the, the guy like slides down and he's kind of sneaking through, taking all the guys out. And they have a song in the background playing. I think it's Think by Kaleida or something like that. Oh, man. That song just <laughs> goes perfectly with that scene. And then later on, when Vigo shows up at Willem Dafoe's house towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. the song playing then which I think is Killing Strangers by Marilyn Manson. That song, placed there as well, fits so perfectly, and you're like, oh, shoot, what's going to happen next? (laughs) So I think the music does more service to John Wick in just keeping it entertaining, keeping tensions high, keeping the excitement going, whereas Born Identity, you have a score in there. Mm, That's meh. And then you have a cool song at the end, I guess, when you're <laughs> leaving the theater or, you know, turning the movie off. You, you get a piece of the song. You didn't even listen to it because you probably the movie I was probably, probably over and you turned it off. Mm-hmm. It's a cool song, but pff, I'm not going to sit there for another three minutes just to listen to the song. So John Wick gets my point. Yeah, I agree. Especially in the in the beginning too. They even have they show scenes of him visiting his wife in the hospital, the funeral. It's pouring. Oh. And I can't wait to talk about cinematography. So let's jump right in. Oh, perfect. Cinematography. John Wick, the first, like, even the first five minutes of the movie, I was like, this is about to be amazing. Even, like, simple scenes like him getting coffee in the morning, like the morning after his wife's funeral, and it's dripping. It just drips on the hot plate and sizzles. You're like, why why do I love this so much? It's (laughs) so simple, but I love it. Oh, at the funeral, there's a top-down scene of everyone with their umbrellas, and it's pouring rain on them, and you see the coffin, and that's only five minutes in. It's and crazy, it, and it gets better from there because you it have gets, all the action scenes that are shot really well. Oh my it's gosh, way better. It's oh. a polished film. It's polished nicely. Oh yeah, it has to be one of the most visually appealing films I've for for a violent action movie. It's so visually appealing. That just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I remember seeing that movie in the theater, not knowing much about it. I think it was just a movie that came out. Uh, It was probably before movie pastime. And it was one of those where you're just looking at, you know, what's what's playing at the theater? I feel like going to see a movie. 
And John Wick was one of those movies. I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm going to go watch it. And sitting in the theater, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> how, how come no one's talking about this? Movie? This is awesome. <laughs> and then they made two and three, which is even better. But like at the time, not hearing much about it, it's almost like finding like a secret treasure where you're like, am I the only one who knows about this movie? Because <laughs> yeah. this is blowing my mind right now. Oh, it's so good. It's so I can't. Good. I can't even the explain. choreography alone. I'm yeah. not even going to talk about Born because there's nothing to talk about <laughs> in in tech. <laughs> Whatever. No editing's looks, fine, I guess, but it's kind of choppy. Yeah, it get, looks like it's from it. the early 2000s for yeah, sure. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. <laughs> John Wick all the way. Oh, I'm going to waste my breath. I can't even describe the action scenes on how smooth. There's scenes where he's like. Killing people driving a car, and it's with a gun. Yes, it's crazy, and it's not like like any other movie I've seen. And I I've seen a lot of movies where people are shooting and driving cars, but somehow it, it's way different. I I don't know how to describe it. If if the action scenes blew your mind in this one, just wait to get to the I third one. I am pumped. The third one, I think, lacks in story more so than the first one. That's okay. I got my story. I got but my, it makes up, my fill. It makes up with those action sequences. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I saw the movie like three times in the theaters because I was like, I just yeah, I just want to see these scenes again because they're so fun. <laughs> well, I'm glad I bought them all. I bought them all on Black Friday one day. $5 you? each. Ugh, and you Heck haven't yeah. watched them till now? Oh, I know. Gosh. I know. You better have a party tonight with two and three. <laughs> Call off work tomorrow. Uh, so my points going to John Wick in Heck yeah. tech. Has to. It's unbelievably good. What about your enjoyment? I wonder which one's going to be. Oh, I wonder. It's got to be John Wick. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I waited this long. Clean sweep. Yeah, it is a clean sweep. I didn't realize. Deservedly so. Keanu Reeves. He is probably one of my favorite actors. I love him. He just seems like a nice guy. He seems so normal, and he plays this part it's perfect. I can't see... Maybe it's because I've seen him in this role, but I can't see anyone else playing it like this. No. Like, just so Mm-mm. calm and smooth and... Likeable. Yes. Yeah, I think anything Keanu Reeves does is... Because, <laughs> I mean, looking at Born Identity, you have the same type of character. Matt Damon, to me, isn't necessarily likable. No, he's like... He can be punchable sometimes. Like, mm, he doesn't know who he is. I guess I feel kind of bad for him, but <laughs> I don't like him. John Wick, I'm like, I like this guy. Yeah. I just want to hang out with him. <laughs> At the con- Continental, of course. Yeah, with our dogs. Let's go to the dog park together. <laughs> You'd probably love that. <laughs> yeah, John Wick. John Wick all the way. And I think... In this case, it was hard. I think Born Identity kind of had a hard matchup because oh, I think yeah. on its own, it's a good movie, mm-hmm. but it was it was battling gods against <laughs> John Wick. It was David and Goliath, <laughs> yeah. only David didn't have a slingshot. It was just it was just a beatdown. But I would say, if you haven't seen these movies, watch them both for but sure. But don't stop there. I, I think you should watch all three movies in each series. John Wick, if if you enjoy the first one, you're going to enjoy two and three. They're just, I mean, they're the same movie, essentially. They just get better and better action scenes and 
you get more characters that he interacts with. And if you think the world is exciting, it just expands. <laughs> it, it, it gets to be a, a bigger scope. Um, Born Alt, or I was going to say Born Ultimatum, which I think is the third one. <laughs> uh, Born Identity uh, and then Born Supremacy and Born Ultimatum kind of give you that bigger picture of how the story actually works that I don't think you get with just the first one. So if you feel a little empty after watching the first one, but you enjoyed the movie, continue on to two and three, because I think that'll fill in a lot of the holes that, that the first one leaves. And I think they're just as enjoyable, if not more. Good to know. There you have it. But watch John Wick first. Oh, for sure. What? And then watch it again right after. Yeah. Watch all three John Wicks <laughs> like three times. <laughs> And then when you get sick of it, which is highly unlikely, then move over to Bourne. <laughs> if you agree with us, disagree with us, let us know on our social media. And then tune in next week for First Blood and Commando. <laughs> that one's going to be uh, quite a matchup. I don't remember any of them, or either of them. So Fun times. I'm ready. <laughs> Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.